howdy hey i'm autumn and you are listening to the fairy pod mothers tonight i'm joined by amber hey amy hi there abby hey y'all bethany hello and suzanne hey hey and sarah is not with us tonight she is in disneyland for the moment and we are very excited to hear all about her trip when she gets back but tonight, what we are going to do is talk about some breaking Disney news. So it's been out for a few days now, um, all the announcements that came out of D23. And for those who don't know, D23 is a conference that happens, is it every year or every other year? It's every year. Every year, so but it changes this was, location. This was like, I saw on something, it said like, this is not the major D23, this is mm -hmm. like little brother d23 mini d23 <laughs> yeah and like there's usually not a ton of announcements that come out of this one and so people were kind of surprised that we did get as much as we did because california like is every like, other year right yeah and then orlando's on the off year yeah that they alternate and i feel like land always does get like it's every year it just alternates the location but i feel like land does usually get the bigger hoopla Mm. Yeah, when we were in Disneyland last year, several of us, it was during the D23 conference. So it was not that we all went to the D23 conference. It was just at the same time. So it was very, very crowded over here. Um, and also D23 is a fan. It's the name of a fan club. It's the official Disney fan club. But they do have a conference that really anybody can go to. Um, well, you, you have to join the you have to join D23. You can join their free membership, right. but you still have to be in the fan club to be able to buy yeah. tickets. That's what I was gonna say is there's different levels, but you can like be in the free version. Um, and then we're not gonna go through all what all the perks of D23, but that is where these announcements came from. And so we are gonna talk about those and react to those. We are gonna stick to the parks um announcements right now, since that's you know travel agents, travel podcast. That's really what we wanted to focus on. So some of these are big announcements. Some of these are small announcements, but we're just going to kind of talk about them to let you guys know about them and kind of get all of our reactions to it. So in Magic Kingdom, we had a couple of different announcements. And the first one is that Country Bear Jamboree is getting new songs and the bears will be performing a new act in 2024. Personally, I'm very excited about this because the Country Bear show is weird. My husband says he's going to boycott it, though. So what do you guys think? It's so I mean, weird, but that's lie. why we love it. I'm going to miss all the boys that turn me on, turn me down. They better not take that out. <laughs> that was what I was coming here to say, is they better not ruin the best songs out of it oh i think it's gonna be a whole new show i mean just that's just my thoughts but i'm trying to hope that maybe they think that it's just such a great show but it's not long enough so they're just gonna add like two or three songs <laughs> and not subtract anything that is what i'm trying to be hopeful of no i i think it's a whole new show and i think that um good on disney for being progressing a little bit into the 20th century um some of their the names of their characters and songs just did not age well there are some names of the bears that have um seriously like racist names that like if you look at the history of them so i think good on disney for moving us out of um into the future away from those kind I of things i will say i'm 
surprised on two fronts. Firstly, I'm surprised that it is 2023 and we're just now like doing this. Secondly, I'm surprised that nobody's like been really mad about it thus far. Like there hasn't been a really big like call to change for it in the way there has been with some other um, things in the Disney universe. So I think that they're being, I'm sure there are people out there that don't like it. I'm not saying there aren't. It's just not, it just hasn't been as newsworthy or noteworthy. So I think they're trying to get ahead of it. So instead of like being in a position where they have to like rush or like close the attraction, they're like, let's go ahead and and update it before we get to a point of no return. I just don't Mm -hmm. want to lose the fact that it's the country bears. Like I don't want it to be, yes, I love my Disney songs, but I don't want it to just be another Disney animatronic sing-along like it is the country bears like we need them to still stay nice and country says the country girl herself but (laughs) (laughs) I think they'll still be country songs I think they'll be original songs but I could be wrong well I saw that they're supposed to be like collaborating with like basically with country artists out in Asheville like I saw that that is supposed to be Mm -hmm. like I'm not sure how accurate that is but I did see that that was a thing which that makes me happy but it's like some of those like you said, Amber, the, all the girls or all the guys that turn me on, turn me down. Like, I mean, those are just, you cannot think of the country bears and not think of certain hilarious moments. Here's will be the chaser for my wine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next announcement, this is personally, mm, I was going to say my favorite announcement we got of the whole day. I don't know if I'll go that far. Definitely my favorite for Mag- Magic Kingdom, though. And it's that there's a new Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge coming to Adventureland. And listen, I'm not like a diehard Pirates fan or anything. I do like the ride. I think it's fun. I think that there's a lot of space over there that can... That gift shop is huge. And like, I don't know what where they're putting it, but... I mean, there's definitely room for it somewhere. And like we've heard before that they're going to kind of expand different areas of the park between Adventureland and Frontierland. So I think this is part of that. But I can't think of like a good lounge in Magic Kingdom. Am I just unaware of it? Is there one? Well, it's somewhere? a dry park right now. And that's mm-hmm. what me and one of my friends were talking. Does this lounge mean that Magic Kingdom's not going to be a dry park? Because right now, the only place that you can buy alcohol is at sit-down table service restaurants, and it's like a glass of wine, or, you know, it's very much just like your fine dining experience is where you can get alcohol in the park, and you can't leave with it like you can in all three of the other parks. I mean, I think it has to be, right? I mean, they called it a tavern. That's what I'm saying. But, like, is that going to change the entire, you know, I guess, theme-ish of... Magic Kingdom like is it still going to be a dry park is this going to still be kind of like a more I don't know if I would call it a dry park but I think I guess what you said is true like the only place that you can get alcohol is table service restaurants but there are plenty of table service restaurants where you can get said drinks like I've had I, I think like a sangria or something at um Tony's and stuff like that so I've definitely had cocktails I think I've had some but it's still not to your I feel like for the most part it's wine champagne like there are like a few cocktails but I feel like it's like maybe two per menu but -hmm. they're all still at like table service yeah 
Well, I think we've come be a long a way since Walt's time when the parks truly were dry and you couldn't get one, couldn't get a drink anywhere. Which I love pirates. I love the ride. I love the movies. I love the idea of a pirate themed lounge. So I'm pumped yeah. about it. I think this is going to, yeah, <laughs> I think this would be fun. Like I could just picture like Jack Sparrow, like running crazy through the bar every now and then or whatever. <laughs> like I hope they bring like fun and energy to it. It's not just like a people sucker, right? It's like there's fun yeah. and entertainment to it. At least I hope. I hope well, there's a lot of video. <laughs> their announcement video was really cute and fun. I mean, it didn't right. show us anything, yeah. right? Like it's just the cast members of Pirates kind of doing the Jack Sparrow run, and it's just kind of like a funny mm -hmm. announcement video. Um, but I think I don't know. The Pirates section is just themed so well that I think that the theming of the lounge, like I, I just think they can't go wrong. Like I think it's going to yeah. look great. And it, I just, you know, when you go into pirates and it's 105 degrees and then you get inside like those stone walls and you're like, oh, I can cool off now. <laughs> That's how I imagine <laughs> what the cavern's going to feel like. And, you know. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but I think that's another reason why I'm excited because that's one of the great things about the lounges too is that they're in all the other parks is that they are usually a nice cool place. I wouldn't say quiet, but calmer than like the hustle and bustle of the roads of the parks. Yeah, I was definitely picturing like Pirates meets Nomad Lounge. Like it's kind of what was- That would be amazing. Visually kind of go mm -hmm. through my mind, which- can't go wrong with air. Do you think they'll pipe in that pirate's water smell so you really <laughs> feel like you're... Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I have no idea if this is even possible because I don't know the logistics of how, you know, the buildings are or whatnot. But would it not be, like, really cool if you... You know how with, like, um, It's a Small World and Pinocchio's Village House, how you can, like, see into the ride? Well, in land, they do that at Pirates with Blue Bayou. And would that oh, not be right. so cool if somehow cool. you were able mm -hmm. to, like, view portions of the ride um, from the lounge? Isn't the really one cool. at Disneyland kind of like the Mexico ride where the tables yeah. are, like, right there beside it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. That's a, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a cool thought. Uh, yeah, like I said, totally conjecture have no clue how what the infrastructure looks like but that would be awesome if something like that could happen i think the lounge should be on what's that first big boat that's on the left after the waterfall like davy jones's boat like the <laughs> lounge should be there like, like on the boat yeah. <laughs> i mean i was kind of thinking about like in the dungeon or something it's not called dungeon i guess for pirates but what is it called like uh, oh. in the jail yeah, like in the jail. I mean, again, like they would have to like change the infrastructure of the queue and the ride and all that. But um, well, where area, it is, I just think it's going to be fun. Well, but even like whenever we did Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party last year, because they had real pirates throughout like the queue and the ride. So it's like you can obviously get to certain areas and they had some of them in like the jail cells that are in the queue. So it's like even those little like those little areas of the queue were kind of cool that they might get thrown there. And oh, on like cool. um the area that Amber was talking about with the ship, how there's like the big tower, you know, like that they're like shooting oh, yeah. like cannonballs and stuff off of. There were some there. So like that is obviously an accessible area. 
I will also say, I hope it is truly like a, like a lounge, like you can go into like how Nomad is and not really like baseline tap house over in Hollywood studios, for example, like that one has basically no indoor seating. You just go inside to like order drink. And like, I don't think that's like technically a lounge. I don't, I don't know how Disney classifies it, but I do hope it is like more like Nomad where it's got a pretty large seating space. You can actually go in and sit down and cool off. And it's not just like you're passing by a window or something. Mm-hmm. I'd want it to be like the Italy lounge, you know, cause you go in and you are kind of surrounded by the rocks and it's all very separated from what's going on outside. And it kind of just takes you away from all the other stuff and you're all kind of enclosed in your own atmosphere. I think that would be really nice. I agree though. This is definitely what I'm most excited about in regards to the Magic Kingdom announcements. Well, so the other announcement was that the Hatbox Ghost is coming to Haunted Mansion in late November. And this one is really polarizing. I don't personally have thoughts on it, but I know some of y'all do. So <laughs> I had thought it already happened. Like, didn't they shut it down in like October for three days? Or not October, geez, we're only in September, but they had recently shut it down for like three or four days. And so I was like, wait, he didn't come in? <laughs> Yeah, there there was something like, and people thought that he was there because there was a super long line. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's cool. It does throw off the story a little bit, I think, right? But depending on where they put him, but maybe that's not official. Yeah, do we know, Amber? Is that for sure happening at that end of that hall, or? Um. Yeah, I think they are putting him in that hallway, which I'm kind of on. Now, this kind of makes me sound a, a Disney elitist um, or Disney purist. I don't know. But um, I'm kind of on team leave him in um, Disneyland and just have him there, not Disney World. Um, because having him on both coasts, I don't know, it just takes away a little bit of the specialness of it. Um, but also, at the same time, I'm like, it's just an animatronic, like, why is he so special in the first place? Like, why does he have such a big following? Like, what's the big deal with the Hatbox Ghost? Do any of you know, like, I why? Think he- I, don't I think that initially, and I could be wrong, I think that initially the technology was just, like, really cool, like, back when they first yeah. introduced it. So it, like, kind of gained a following. But is it, like, today? I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where, like, if you didn't love it then, like, are you going to, are you going to join the Legions now? I kind of think, well, I haven't. No, I don't know. But I'm just not a Haunted Mansion like fan in general. But I, I think don't also, dislike it, but I'm not like super fan. It didn't last very long there, right? And then they pulled it out and then yeah, like, so like, he was an work. opening yeah, so that's what yeah. um we talk about that there's a he was an opening day attraction, then he didn't work. So then they had to like fix him and then he eventually made it back. But I feel like he was like closed for a hot minute. It wasn't like a oh he didn't work, let me fix him in two weeks. It was yeah. like a Five years later. Yeah. Yeah. Like they talk about it. Yeah. No, they talk a lot about it in one of the Disney plus like behind the scenes type of shows that they brought out like a couple of years over the past couple of years. There was a whole segment about the Hatbox Ghost. So I think he gained a following because of just the um, not animator, Imagineer. Like uh, I'm drawing a why am I drawing a blank on his name? But I think his story, but they had a whole in depth about the Hatbox. So I think he gained momentum. And people are like, oh, the story, the cool, why it didn't work, why it's here. So I think that's why people are like, yes, look, this is cool. 
some people are really excited. Some people are like, I really mad about it. That's the thing about like the online world is sometimes I'm like, I can't afford this. Like we're getting too work over, over yeah, this weekend, guys. Mad about it. But you know, it it is probably the most polarizing announcement that came out of D23. But we got a lot of announcements about Epcot. And I think Abby was going to start us with those. Yeah, I just wanted to tell these because, not going to lie, Epcot is what I'm most excited about. Every single Epcot announcement made me happy. And if you don't agree, we can't be friends anymore. If any of these brought you sadness, <laughs> sorry. But Moana's Journey of Water. I have questions about some, but I'm yeah. excited. Okay, I was say, you can ask questions, but I'm just saying, like, Hot take, Abby is all over these Epcot <laughs> announcements. And if you do not like them, we have some serious issues because of how excited I am about every single one of these. So Journey of Water is going to open on October 16th. That's the new Moana water walkthrough. And Moana is also going to arrive in World Nature, which is what that area will now be known as. And she'll make her first appearance in Epcot in her own dedicated space near Journey of Water, which is that attraction. So that's our the, first one. That I'm super excited about. And I think that, so when we go on our next trip, we were kind of debating because it's my son's birthday trip. So he gets to pick where we're going. And we're definitely doing Hollywood Studios. And he's like, really can't decide on his other park. So I now I think I'm going to like, try to like, encourage him to pick Epcot, which is a favorite of his because I think that seeing that new attraction I don't even I guess attraction is the right word it's not a ride but it is like it's a walkthrough attraction like that's what they're calling it so I feel like attraction yeah. is the right word like it's an interactive yeah. water yeah. trail so I'm excited about that I've been excited for a long time and to be honest I'm just excited to get rid of the walls like I'm so yes. tired of being in Epcot 100%. and just having the black walls up and I mean Disney does a good job they like make the walls fun or whatever but like it's been years like I'm I'm over it yeah. I cannot I'm also tired of walking that far out of the way like call me lazy but I just I want to be able to walk through the middle again well I'm partially lazy but mostly I just am directionally challenged and like I can't navigate <laughs> I can't figure out <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't the only one I felt like I was getting myself turned around every time every, every corner time. with all the walls yeah so so Moana today is at Animal Kingdom well do we know if she's gonna visit both locations I would imagine at least for a little bit she will not yeah. be in Animal Kingdom because as we're getting to Animal Kingdom, like they're kind of getting, they're getting yeah. all new things. Yeah, lots of changes. New, yeah, new things too. So, um, and I, I and I I heard with that Journey of Water, there's actually restrooms in the attraction because there is like a someone Len was calling it like a splash pad. So like he's like, yeah, parents of littles, there's a bathroom there. You can change them into dry clothes. I was like, oh wow, this is more involved than I thought it was. It's one of my friends got to do like a cast preview for it and it looked absolutely incredible. I know that like more pictures and videos and stuff are out now, but it's like you really get to control the water and like you like walk through it and it stops. Like it looks like a really, it looks way cooler than I feel like a lot of people were expecting it to be. Oh, I think it looks really cool. And now Abby, you have a new bathroom to check out. Yeah, I do. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see where it ranks in the, in the Epcot bathroom world. <laughs> It automatically ranks super high because it's new and clean. 
very true and convenience probably since it's going to be central yeah for like but that is a good point um bethany about being able to change them dry clothes or if you prefer like changing them maybe into like a swimsuit outfit yeah. um to play in it and then kind of change back yeah i'm just hoping adults are allowed that. to play in the splash pad too because you know there's <laughs> one here that i'll definitely want to play in the splash pad <laughs> um and then to go with autumn being excited about the walls coming down world celebration neighborhood will begin welcoming guests in december so this is kind of like the intro area i guess into epcot all of that area will be known as world celebration and it's where the walls are coming down we're gonna have like an official like area with the music really being back and the open spaciousness again so i'm gonna have such a hard time learning these new names i barely know them as they are yeah right yeah the name thing is definitely gonna get me but it's like I feel like the words at least semi go with their area, like nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that I don't it like them. Of like the world showcase, like it's still. Yeah, it's not that I don't like them. It's just like I still struggle to call Genie Plus Genie Plus and not Fast Pass when I'm trying to explain it to somebody. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like, yay, new it's words. Still MGM, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always will be. <laughs> These poor newbies are looking around like, okay, my travel agent said MGM. Where do I? <laughs> the worst that is whenever you apply that haven't gone in like fifteen years, and you're like, oh, I do get to use both words because you understand the old words and you have no clue what the new words are, but I have to bridge that gap for you. Yeah, like, not to get too off topic, but I will say, clients and potential clients do still ask me like, how do I get fast passes? And I'm like. All right, well, here's the whole thing. (laughs) But speaking of old things that are kind of coming back around, Figment is meeting guests again. He's meeting inside Imagination Pavilion. This started September 10th. That was his debut day. So who's the Figment lovers? Who's excited for Figment? I'm excited. I would absolutely never wait three to four hours like the weights were um when it opened to see him I would wave from a distance but <laughs> I, I am excited to see him and I like we're going it'll be in the spring so like most of this stuff will have already opened and been happening for a while so I'm hoping that by the time we're there there's not crazy weights um otherwise I will do it first uh first uh stop of the day make sure that Rope drop figment. Rope yeah, drop figment. figment. No one has ever rope dropped the Imagination Pavilion, but I bet they are now. I'm sure some people did on the tent. I'm sure they did. Oh yeah. So yeah. you can get a couple of attractions in before we visit him because Figment starts meeting at 10 a.m. Oh yeah, so oh, you can like okay. hit your other things and then head over to him. I wonder if he'll put on his Christmas sweater in the holidays. <gasps> mm, that'd that be would fun. be awesome. Autumn randomly plans a trip during the holidays. <laughs> just to see I, I'm, trying. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. It's calling my name. I just haven't, I've not been able to figure it out, but I don't know if that happens. Like, happy birthday, Merry Christmas to me, because that's my present. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next kind of. I guess you could say throwback coming back. Test track is being reimagined and they are drawing on like the old themes, like the Imagineers and Chevrolet. Isn't it Chevrolet? 
are yeah. all looking, they're looking at the way the ride used to be, which I don't know if I've ever said my rant on the podcast or if I've only said it to y'all individually that <laughs> my rankings, like I do not ride a new test track. If I am with people who want to ride it or there's like no line and it's just kind of like, ah, oh, whatever. Yes. But I will not just of my own free will wait in line to ride current tra- test track. Like my rankings are Radiator Springs Racers, old test track, and the new test track is like not even in those. Like <laughs> not even. So the fact that they might be bringing back old test track or even like some of old test track makes me really happy. Yeah. And I will. I'm really excited. Okay. This is the one I had questions about. So I don't, from memory, I don't think I ever did the old test track. So what about that? I mean, I know it's different, but so can you give kind of like an explanation as to actually what it used to be like with the name, like you were a test dummy for the cars. And so for one, there wasn't like the whole, like, I don't think we have like the design your car then. Did, like, cause I don't remember. No, we did. We did. Okay. I just feel like yeah. there was like a whole lot more chaos the last couple of times yeah. that I've wrote it. So maybe that just yeah. like, went smoother before. Cause I don't remember the chaos of the design your own car. But the biggest yeah, thing is that like whenever they're testing out the mechanisms and stuff like the like one of the rooms it's like it was like the one that has like the wave going over you it was actually more of this like heat lamp thing and you actually like could kind of feel the heat coming off of it yeah and it was like there were like those types of tests and then like the biggest difference was whenever you like hit the outdoor track you're actually about to crash into the wall like you think you're about to die crash into the wall and then last minute the doors open up and that's what takes you out instead of it being like a stupid speed test yeah, I feel like right now it's too like techy. It's it's all like what bioluminescent almost. Like it yeah. was just like Abby said, you were like a test dummy. You would go to each station or section in your as you're moving along the track, but like you felt like you were really a crash dummy. And like right there was a cold room testing. There was, yeah, like, there was like the cold ice the or, Yeah, it was like the part that you like swerve on for the ice is like or like that you like swerve and lose control was the ice testing, but it was like, you could actually like feel a different. You were cold. It, yes. Yeah. And then instead of like the sleekness was the heat room. It was like, you were like, you were actually a test dummy. I thought like they had test dummies kind of around in like the queue and stuff too, or like maybe in yes, like the they did. area. Yeah. Um, yep. but the whole thing, I feel like it was more of a thrill ride because like you really about like, Obviously, for safety reasons, you didn't, but you felt like you were about to like slam into these things or like truly lose control. And then, like I said, like that final thing, you were hitting the wall. Like it wasn't a speed test, it was the crash test to see if you would survive hitting the wall at full force. And then, last minute, the wall opens up, and that's the rest of the ride is like the outdoor track. But it was so much more thrilling. Yeah. The concept art, though, it looks like you're like escaping from the jungle. Have you seen the a like test picture? Track? I was yeah, confused. It looks like a hovercraft, like, though. Yeah, like was, it I'm does kidding. look more new age. So that yeah. was my second question: is like, what are we going for here? Like, I'm excited for it. I am. Don't hmm. take this as criticism. I just am confused. Yeah, I don't know how what direction yeah, they're going. The, it, you're right. The concept art did look was, so to me. It looked very me. like Guardians of the Galaxy esque, and I was like, are we going like space here? Like, what's happening? Hmm. I just don't. I just don't know. I'm excited. I'm the OG. But yeah, I want them to come back to the old one. Like I said, I will not, if they bring back and it is remotely near the original, 
I'll wait in line for an hour because right now I don't wait in line for 15 minutes if I can help it because I know that it is going to rain. I will have wasted that time and not got to ride for a ride that I personally don't even feel like is worth it. OG test track is worth it. Yeah, I did one time get in line when I had like a super short wait. And as soon as we got in line, it like jumped up to like 50 minutes. And I was like, am I in the short section or am I in the 50 minute section? (laughs) Because I don't know if I want to be in the 50 minute section. And it it was the latter. So, but (laughs) by the time we like figured it out, it was like, well, now we're like committed. Like we're just in it. And it was our last thing of like the morning. So this was like, back pre-kids when we just like did open to close and never took breaks or anything so it was like this is our last thing and then we're going to magic kingdom so it was like well we'll just wait it out this will be our rest (laughs) is waiting in this line but i would not do it again and i don't think i have and that was uh many years ago another thing that this is our next topic not test track related but since we're talking about the nostalgia and old rides and how we think they're more worth the wait Soaring over California is our next announcement about Epcot. It is coming back for a limited time starting September 22nd. And I am so ready to smell the orange groves. (laughs) For the 100th anniversary, but I hope it's not as limited as they say it's going to be. I know, like how limited is limited? I I don't go until November. (laughs) I know we go the first week of October and I'm like, is that close enough? Because like I am totally down to go on the 22nd just to be safe. If any of y'all would like to join (laughs) because I want to ride it so bad I could cry. We already are going to be down there during that time period. So now we get Soarin' over California and the um, pass holder preview for Moana. So I'm just so excited. Don't you love when like... The serendipity hits your trip. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm so jealous. I might just come crash with you, Suzanne. Come on down. I am. I am so. What was like? What are y'all most excited about soaring over California? I just. I do. I love the orange groves. I miss the orange groves. I okay. mean, seriously. I can smell it. Like as we're talking, I just. I'm yeah. I can yeah. too. I can too. <laughs> I remember the first time that I rode regular soaring, like whenever it had changed. And I didn't realize that it had changed because it had been a hot minute, like in between trips. And the whole time I kept waiting on the orange groves and yes. it never happened. And I'm like, this, what's wrong? What happened? <laughs> Is it broken? Like, yeah, like, I, I was still, really upset. I still like, I still forget that it's not there. Like as we're yeah. writing it, you know, and I kind of anticipate it. And then I'm always a little disappointed. Like, I mean, the current ride, it's not that it's a bad ride. I just think that there are elements missing that made the original better all right anybody else have anything to add about soren before i say my last super exciting thing about epcot okay the last thing coming is going to be luminous the symphony of us and that is epcot's new nighttime spectacular and it's debuting on december 5th so i hate epcot forever hot take sorry (laughs) i'm not a fan um i loved harmonious i get that the barges were ugly but I loved the soundtrack and I'm hoping that the symphony of us part of this title means that the soundtrack is going to be kind of like harmonious was. So my hot take is I've never liked an Epcot nighttime show. So I will watch it, but I don't know if I will like it or not. I don't know why. I just feel like it's a, I think it's the viewing situation for me. It just feels, feels. I agree with you, Adam. I've never been a fan of, any of that not even illuminations 
I know I hate Come on. I okay. I don't actually like fireworks. Like I love the projection shows and like the fireworks are an accompaniment. But I remember the last time I watched Illuminations, it just being like there was too much smoke. I couldn't breathe. It was so bright. I was blinded. I was like, what is what is, what's happening? What am I missing? Because other people are like crying because they love it. And I'm like, can we just go? <laughs> I think that um, Epcot nighttime shows are just divisive. Either you love them or you yeah. hate them. It's kind of like the hat box ghost. Either you just get it or you don't. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not like set out to dislike it. Like, I, I wish I did like it. I just, it, the viewing situation is different than like at, say, Magic Kingdom. And even yeah. to an extent in Hollywood Studios, when they do those shows on the, um, the Chinese theater and they do the shows on the tower is it tower of terror where they yeah, do they've done like, a few mm-hmm. like i find those so enjoyable um i just haven't i just haven't had that same feeling in it but i will watch it i will be open-minded i just you know i didn't love epcot forever so i do feel like i've been burned i'm a little anxious about what this will be but hopefully they will redeem themselves and it'll be a good so I'm hoping that it's, like I said, the symphony of us part of the name, because that's one of the things for me, I loved harmonious. Like I did like the show part of it, but the soundtrack of harmonious is what made me absolutely love it. Like, okay. Now I will say, I will listen to the soundtracks like on, you know, my Disney radio or whatever and enjoy that. It's just like sitting and watching the show is not an enjoyable experience for me, but I do love the music from pretty much all the shows. Which I'm like, you, Suzanne, I loved illuminations and then the first time that i saw epcot forever i was like are you kidding me i was like why yeah. like i've honestly probably maybe seen it like three times and y'all know how i am like i watch my shows on repeat whenever like we do not miss a show and i i've seen it at probably less than five times at least just because i just i don't like it as much but i loved harmonious i was really upset that they ended that i understand why because of the barges but i loved it but I'm hoping that this one like brings together all the best things of all the Epcot shows that I like. But I'm going to take your optimism. Yes. <laughs> those are our Epcot updates. I'm just really excited about all of them. If Harmonious was still there, I wouldn't be excited about Luminous. But since it's Epcot forever, like, please leave. So Epcot <laughs> did get a lot of love. It was like the part with the most announcements at D23. Mm-hmm. Well, because they've had those dang walls up for years at this point. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's time. Well, I'll take us over to Hollywood Studios then, Abby, since you're okay. done Epcot. Um, so Ahsoka will be part of Star Tours attraction, which this is our only announcement. Um, I don't have an opinion on this because I had to ask the ladies who Ahsoka was. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a large opinion. I know my brother is very excited about it. He was excited when the um the new show was um came to Disney Plus or was announced for Disney Plus. And so I know that he will also be happy that she's like joining the Star Wars attraction. But I mean, I'm a casual Star Wars fan, I guess. So like, you know, yay. <laughs> Does anybody else have thoughts on it? Maybe it'll draw watched, people over there more, you know, to yeah, start. I haven't, I haven't watched her show on Disney Plus, which she came from like the animated series. And I'm just, I like my classic Disney animated stuff. So I haven't watched 
new animation stuff. Um, so I don't really know who she is outside of just that. But I do like how Star Tours always grows their little clip so that it's like they keep changing up the number of rides that don't repeat itself. So there's so many like small clips that it's like at one point you could ride it, it was like 971 times without riding the same ride twice because that's how many different clip combinations there were. So the more clips that they add, then Mm-hmm. When I was watching one of the like, um, I think it was in, I say this every week. So someone remind me just to Google what the name of the show is. That show on Disney Plus where they talk about the rides, um, kind of like a behind the scenes. The behind the attractions. Yes, behind the attraction. So they did one on Star Wars and it was fascinating. And like, they kind of said that, what you said, Abby, about like how many times you can ride it and it never be the same. So I do love that they still continue to update Star Wars and it doesn't just sit there like kind of collecting dust. I mean, it's an older attraction, but it's, in my opinion, still a really good one to do. The only thing is in the beginning, usually they just play the new one over and over again is what I found. Mm. so like when they did it for the last movie if you go like we'll do it a couple times because the line's not usually very long and our family likes it but when they put in a new one because everybody's so excited about it you won't get that what show will you get question you just Mm. get the same one. and just get the new one see i haven't done it in a very long time because we didn't do hollywood studios on our last trip and Prior to that, the last two or three trips we were at Hollywood Studios, I was either pregnant or had a baby, like, with me or a toddler, and I, I, we were not in a stage of, like, wanting to, like, do other things. We wanted to just do, like, the stuff that they could do. It was just fun seeing it through their eyes. So, like, I haven't done any of the major Hollywood Studios stuff in years, um, which next trip I maybe will get to do them again. My son is tall enough for a lot of things, so we're going to... We're going to try it out and see. But I, that's one that I think that he could handle because he will be tall enough. He's tall enough now. Um, he's not going to know who that new character is, but I think it's a ride that he c- he can ride and enjoy because just this, the way the ride is set up. Hopefully he'll get picked as a rebel spy. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get him a shirt to <laughs> influence. Whenever I was there as a nanny, one of my kids got picked as it and that's how we found out that it's a kid like that it's a person in the car like we had rode it several times and like hadn't really paid that much attention to it until I think it was Hannah got picked and we were like oh my gosh we know her she's right here this is crazy <laughs> I mean this is like she's in college now and she was like 10 the end so that's how long ago it was but it's like oh it's a real person I was like, if I make a weird face, maybe they'll pick me, but I never get, <laughs> I never get chosen. Got That's the only time that I've known the That's person awesome. get picked. Okay. And then Animal Kingdom had a couple updates. Um, a new show based on Zootopia is being created for the Tree of Life Theater. So is this going to be like on the front like where tree of life awakening is or that's what i thought but i think it's replacing a bug's life it's tough to it be a bug yes yeah because at first i got excited thinking that we were getting a new light show that's what thing i thought too at first on it and i got really excited and then i started seeing people either being excited or being bummed that it's tough to be a bug was going away and i was like whoa that does say theater so like that means inside the tree of life 
I will say yeah. last time we watched Is Tough to Be a Bug, Hopper was mysteriously missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they didn't seem like they were in a real hurry to replace him. Um, the, the Tough to Be a Bug show, though, is a divisive show like i mean kids are scared of it i Mm -hmm. you have to kind of i always warn my clients i don't like necessarily spoil it for them if they haven't been on it but i do let them know hey like generally speaking kids end up being more scared of this than enjoying it so maybe like watch a preview on youtube to see if it's and it's not necessarily that the um show itself is scary it's you know everything that comes with it the 4d attractions with it I will personally be sad to see it go because I like um, Bugs Life. Up until very recently, it was the only Pixar movie that I liked. Like all through childhood, for sure. The only one that that I liked. My, you know, taste has expanded as an adult. But <laughs> I just think that it's an old, it's an older franchise that is just not getting a lot of love. Like I like try yeah. to get my kids to watch it. And every time they just tell me no, they just won't watch yeah. it. <laughs> I think it's underrated. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's also so me and Brandon, which is my fairy pod father, he <laughs> he knew <laughs> for people listening that don't know this, he and I knew each other whenever we were babies, like grew up together as kids, and then he moved away when we were in elementary, reconnected, started dating in college. But one of my earliest memories of like when we were like itty bitty, like maybe two or three. I remember, it might have been a little bit older, but we were at least, like, no older than five. But I remember us watching A Bug's Life together, like, sitting on the foot of his brother's bed, holding hands, watching A Bug's Life. So, it's like, that's, I don't know, like, anytime (laughs) I think of the movie, I think of my husband. And so, that was, like, I mean, like I said, we were, like, you know, between the ages of two to five. So, it's not like it was a real date, but basically, that's the first date I remember. (laughs) (laughs) But that's sweet. Know, so it's like a bug's life has a special place in my heart and I'm pretty sure that's an opening day attraction and so it's just there's a lot of nostalgia there yeah, yeah did, you guys, did you guys ever dress up for run Disney as characters we haven't ever dressed up as bug's life characters but anytime that we see one of the characters from a bug's life on the course it doesn't matter how long the line is we stop to take a picture with them because mm, of that awesome. like that's We've never missed a Bugs Life character stop. Please make a Heimlich costume. Please. (laughs) (laughs) New goal. New goal for you. Yes. Yes, I'll add that to the list of costumes. But since we're on It's Tough to Be a Bug for just one more minute, I will say I am internally devastated that I never got to see um, the Bugs Life in Disneyland. I know it was replaced with one of the best lands they ever made but I'm so sad that I never got to see that so I will be sad if and when this leaves but I also logistically understand why did you know that you can see a bug's life in Disneyland or in Disney's California Adventure that Hank well, Pym shrunk it with his Pym particles. Oh, yes. No, I mean, I actually. That, but I didn't get to watch it. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you, I, I didn't know if that was like a good consolation prize. Yeah, I wish I could have walked through a Bugs Life land too, but I didn't know if that was like a good consolation prize because I really want to try to find that on my next. That is a nice little fun fact that, hey, I, but I think I did see it actually now that you bring it up because I probably said then, like, oh, there it is in little tiny version. But yeah, I get it though. I mean, Animal Kingdom needs attractions that people really want to go to and that are going to eat people. Um, 
I feel like they had fewer attractions with much longer lines, so I can see why they would choose to. And Zootopia is very popular. Yeah. 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 The sweet shop on the ship, the treasure is going to be Zootopia themed too. Yeah. And we watch Zootopia at least once a week in our house. Isn't it Shanghai that Zootopia land is like, it's like a full-fledged Zootopia opening? I believe there? it's Shanghai, yeah. So I think that, like, I think that's a lot of fun, which I know Suzanne's getting to more of the Disneyland or more of the Animal Kingdom announcements, uh, but I was really hoping that we were going to get a full-fledged Zootopia land as well. That was Well, that's what people made it sound like, that that whole dinosaur area would turn into Zootopia, but... Now, some people did say that, but... You go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't oh, mean to like, cut you off. People did say that, but they were. That, yeah, that was the last year. Wasn't that last year's D23 announcement? Oh, I saw people saying that like this week. For I mean, this was, year. Oh, okay. But, Which I was well, kind of hopeful for, but. Yeah, I think they said Zootopia was coming to Animal Kingdom. So then, you know, everybody soon. starts putting it where they they want it to be, not necessarily where Disney ever intended for it to be. Might be what happened. But what Disney has said is that new experiences based on Encanto and Indiana Jones are being considered for the reimagined Dinoland area, which is looking to be based on the tropical Americas. Keyword here is considered. <laughs> I know. I, that's what, whenever I saw that too, that I was like, so we still don't have an official announcement, Disney? Do like we made it like yeah. this big announcement, but we're still saying considering. But then yeah. I saw someone who said how like they use the word tropical Americas that it would actually be kind of cool to have how like Pandora is this made up world. How if we had brought Zootopia, it would be another made up world. But about how great of a job like culturally Disney has done with like Africa and Asia that hopefully they would do the same thing culturally with like a tropical Americas where it's more like central and south america like maybe like a little like caribbean-ish but mostly like central and south americas in that area but have it be featured as lands like asia and africa are where there's cultural food hope like somebody had even mentioned them bringing in like animals that are specific to those regions um which i i support that i thought that would be a really cool land i mean all this would be really awesome is like speculation and conjecture, but um, I think that the reason they say considered my take on that is because they don't actually have attractions like ideas form. It's just like, hmm, these seem to fit really well. So let's, you know, maybe, maybe they'll make an appearance. Maybe they won't. It gets people talking. But my take on that is we know it's going to be tropical Americas, but we don't yet know what the attractions are going to be is what but is you- how I read it. You know, dinosaur at Disneyland is Indiana Jones. It's right. the same ride, the same ride now vehicles. That, though, is that confirmed though, or is that still? I don't think so. I think it's considered. Yeah, yeah. It says new experiences, but then when you put it where dinosaur is, it just makes you wonder. Yeah, how much of the been flat out said, but like so heavily implied of like what else? Yeah, could it? Yeah. But I love the Indiana Jones ride yeah. in Disneyland. I did get to do that one. I think I did it twice. I didn't do very many things twice. Um, but I, Indiana Jones, I love, I love those movies. I have since I was a little kid. I wanted to be an archaeologist when I grew up. That dream still is with me some days. But um, so I would love for that to 
to come over here and maybe just be like a slightly different story a slightly different version I yeah. mean who knows what it will really be because like like you said like the ride the the ride track the vehicle is the same so like maybe they just create the exact same ride and I mean I guess that's okay but either way I'm going to be happy if that happens I am one of the very few people that actually like dinosaur but I'm not attached to it in a way that like I will be sad that it's rethemed I really like it, but I mean, if they're retheming the entire area around right. it, then it makes it has sense. to change. Why would you just have a random <laughs> right. dinosaur ride in the middle of the tropical America? <laughs> We're going to get old Harrison Ford while Disneyland gets to keep young Harrison Ford. I can just tell. <laughs> Which my thoughts, so, and this is just, once again, my opinion, my thought process. Like, we've got Indiana Jones. in Hollywood studios so like and we're kicking Merida out of her meet and greet spot foreign Encanto meet and greet if we're considering opening an entire Encanto park why don't we let Merida keep her space and just let Mm. good point or maybe they'll move if they if they do move forward with it maybe they'll move her but yeah that's a really good point I think the writing is yeah. on the wall for the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular anyway of it. Oh, I mean, you think? I don't. It's just so rarely open when I'm there. It seems to always be closed or running at limited capacity. Um, it hasn't been updated ever. <laughs> so I thought they I did would, some updates when they reopened post-COVID. Like they took out certain offensive things post-COVID. Well, I guess I meant more like the theatrical aspect hasn't hasn't really changed hasn't really changed or been updated um i mean maybe not i could be wrong but i do think in the case of like indiana jones i think it would be pretty unusual for them to have that be in two different parks i could be wrong i don't know i'm saying i didn't feel like that made sense but I mean, we have Frozen in two different parks, but I feel we like do. the way and that Ariel but, and Ariel, but I feel right, like the way it. that those are, I feel like, which I guess technically Indiana Jones would fit. I just feel like because Frozen, there's like the stage show is like in regards to like Hollywood production type stuff, and then there's like the Norway part in the world. Like I feel like they're still inappropriate areas. Yeah, I'm not but somebody who Indiana like Indiana Jones is like the production of it is the still the production, the, so that yeah. would make sense. Once I yeah, I'm not somebody who's it. like, what did Amber say earlier? Like a Disney elitist or Disney purist, where I'm like, no, it cannot be in two places. I just don't know <laughs> if they would like be like, yeah, we're gonna keep both of these. I just in my head, I think that if they like brought this new Indiana Jones attraction in a totally different part, I don't know. It just would make sense to me for them to be like, okay, now what can this what can this show turn into but i mean also i get that disney has to be progressive i get that we are supposed to change with the times and we are supposed to keep moving forward and all of these things but at the same time like we were built on classic disney like i don't want them to just keep getting rid of all like i don't want to look at disney one day and it only be modern disney like i want there to still be the classics like the things that we grew up on I want that to still be part of the parks because that's what built the parks that's why they gave us I a thing, this thing that meet and greet Abby that's true <laughs> that's why they're bringing back Test Rack and Sword over California all right I got you know I was reminded of my happy place we're good <laughs>
You can just ride so the small world over and over again, and then you'll have classic Disney True. in your oh, heart I... and stuck in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So was there anything you guys were hoping to hear that didn't that you didn't hear? Well, I was hoping we have a little bit more firm answer on Animal Kingdom because Dino Land just is like has needed a yeah. update, even if not a retheme, just like some upkeep for a while. So I kind of wish we had more firm ideas on like when that was gonna happen. Um but I'm at least glad to know that we're seriously considering it. Yeah, yeah especially since we've already taken down a few of the rods. Mm -hmm. It's just like a little sad little area. Like I feel it sad is. when I go over there. I was hoping that yeah, luminous. I was hoping, oh, I was hoping that the luminous no, show was going to preview on or debut on October first, since that's usually like the big Epcot mm. day, since it's the anniversary day, and that would mean that it debuted in time for my next trip. <laughs> but that was just selfish reasons. I can I can put up with December fifth, I guess. Yeah. No, I was, you know, wait, the live action, live action Little Mermaid at Hollywood Studios. Like, I was like, is it coming back or are we going to do something else with that space? And then that same with um, with the old Stitch, uh, was it Stitch's Great Escape or the old Alien Encounters? Wasn't it, weren't we supposed to get a Wreck-It Ralph something once upon a time? And that building is still just sitting there doing nothing. So I was kind of hoping for some love and some of the attractions or like, 1900 Park Fair coming back or something and some of those spaces that aren't being used or things getting reopened again. Well, oh, I'm still end. waiting with bated breath to know what's going to happen to my aerial show. Especially now that like, okay, we right? have Little Mermaid, like, okay, give us that. Like, yeah. let that be yeah. the show. Let it be like, new. Little era. Mermaid's been revamped. Bring it yeah. back. Um, yeah. Um, I would love that. Um, but I, I would say no news is good news, but I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> which I another thing I don't think we talked about this one um the expansion plans for Magic Kingdom oh, and how yes. they said that the like this is supposed to be the largest ever for the park and that they're wanting to tell stories beyond Big Thunder Mountain similar in scale to Galaxy's Edge and Pandora and do y'all remember which I'm hoping because um we talked about I get my timelines wrong but about how like there's certain in the Paris Haunted Mansion it actually is it Paris yeah Paris Haunted Mansion has the Big Thunder associated storyline so it's like I wonder if we might get more like obviously ours isn't tied to our Haunted Mansion but like more of like a storyline about Big Thunder and like just like the Wild West in general like have more of like a story but then do y'all remember whenever there were rumors about the area behind big thunder being like be a villain right oh okay oh it's villains oh, yeah, yeah villains. But that's an like the villains one is an old rumor yeah. <laughs> but i was like maybe could we still do that i don't know i just want to know what what is our expansion like is it going to be because mm -hmm. this sounds like it's really just going to be more big thundery which i'm not going to complain about like i would love more of a storyline about big thunder and the wild west and yeah it definitely well, we feels do. like there could be more back there for sure i feel like you go up there and you're like okay i guess it's time to turn around <laughs> like That's exactly i would love to say bethany it's like it just feels like it kind of like cuts off it feels like it just kind of ends yeah. when 
and there is space back there for them to do stuff. So even just like opening it up and having like, you know, a restaurant shops, like stuff like that will just kind of make it feel like more, a more full land, a more fully explored area. I'm sure it would be more than that. Um, but yeah, it does just kind of feel like, okay, here we are. So I'm glad I'm right the storytelling about it. I hope that it's something good. Last year, yeah. they said it was going to be animation IPs, including Coco and Kanto and villains, which doesn't really seem to vibe. And right, like, none of that like goes together. Changing, so yeah, it will be very interesting to see what they actually put back there. Which I feel like an expansion because now, especially with Splash Mountain not really being like Wild West themed, it's going to be so it's like. Which I get everybody's excited about that. I know that this is, you know, we've gone over this 500 billion times in the world of Disney. But I'm like ready to see how that fits into place in that area. So I feel like an expansion of that area to try to tie it all back in together isn't a bad idea. That way it doesn't, that way like the storyline works better so that Tiana's doesn't feel as out of place in regards to all of that, you know? But I still would not complain if they chose to like expand behind Big Thunder and do the villains part that has been rumored multiple times. That'd be amazing. That'd be fun. I don't know even, why like... I have this feeling, but to me, a villains park would fit better somehow over in Hollywood Studios. I don't know why. I just feel like Magic Kingdom is like a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> I can that. see that. Not the Hollywood Studios, is it? Like, I don't know, like, what I don't know, like, what it would be. Like, I don't know how it would be, like, studios esque, but I feel like it needs to be like its own park, which I know that there was like concept art at one point of it being its own park and like Maleficent's castle being the icon. Yes, that was years and years ago, or kind of always been in Disney fandom, but I don't think they've. Talk yeah, about it's that never anytime. been a real thing. But yeah, I like the they rumors just keep expanding of it. what we have instead of making the fifth, the fifth gate. But I kind um, of agree about villains in Magic Kingdom. It would definitely have to be kind of like a stark shift, you know, like you're kind of, I don't know, it'd be a little bit jarring, but maybe fun um, to go. Yeah, from like, I don't think it would be. Like, I mean, I would still enjoy it. I'm sure if it were there, but it just, you know. Before conceptualizing, it just feels like it could fit somewhere else better. But can I throw a cart curveball at us that we didn't really prep for? Who is excited about the treasure, about the Disney treasure? Because all that news came out. I'm really excited about that. Beyond excited. I'm just, I'm throwing this out there to y'all that um, I think my next job is going to be to be a bartender in the Jungle Cruise themed bar aboard the ship and yes i will be serving your drinks with a side of corny jokes yes <laughs> like i really i really want to go apply we were having we were talking about it. i think it was emily from like also in our agency that said something about like that she was going to be so bummed and i'm like look if they're not going to tell the jokes we'll cruise together and i will just yeah. keep the jokes coming <laughs> the whole time so just to make sure listeners aren't confused, we've jumped from parks and now we've gone to Disney Cruise Line because there was a lot of news that came out about their newest ship, the Disney Treasure, which is going to start sailing in December 2024. Um, but booking opens really, really soon, especially if you are um, you know, higher up on the 
what is it cast away for yeah, parole is tomorrow yeah parole is you know tomorrow which will be september the 12th and so you guys should be listening um or you may be listening i suppose <laughs> that day you should be listening <laughs> don't mean to be too aggressive I guess, there <laughs> i guess the only thing i think i've been hearing so i've been on a disney shipping oh my god years and years i go on the wish next year i guess and I haven't been, right? But I, it isn't a 1923 and the Marvel dining, isn't that, it's the same on the treasure, right? I think I've been hearing, like, couldn't they have brought in different, more different dining experiences? They did. They are bringing in Coco. That'll, it'll be they the are. first it's ever Coco-themed, um, which I'm hoping, I'm assuming that that means it's going to be really good Mexican food. And that oh, is one of the main yeah. things that I miss when I'm on a tropical vacation is my tacos. So they better have a really good empanada. Like I just yeah. I hope it's really good. <laughs> like y'all can find me there every single night, except but for Beth- when I'm in the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Bethany, you're right. It is those other two are the same now. From what I've heard, the Marvel restaurant, the shows will be a little bit different, and they're going to incorporate Spider-Man more. Because this is a seven-day sailing instead of a three or a four. So you're already going to be in each of these restaurants two nights each instead of just one, like on The Wish. So they have to have additional shows for the guests. Um, So Marvel may not be a complete carbon copy. And then as far as 1923, it's all different. You know, IPs kind of in glass boxes and showcasing different characters. So I'm hoping maybe they'll have different art or, you know, kind of different characters but the whole vibes of the restaurants will be pretty much the same so and i will also say like for the average probably guest um you know they they may not get on every different disney cruise ship so i think it's okay Mm -hmm. things to like be on more than one ship um and i'm really excited about the new stuff that is coming i mean i'm with abby i think the most exciting thing was the jungle cruise announcement because i too love jungle cruise and my favorite place in magic kingdom is skipper canteen which is like an offshoot of jungle cruise and i just think it will be um very similar to that i mean i don't know but i would hope it would be so that's exciting and there are different areas that we don't know exactly what they're going to be um i'm still holding out mansion haunted mansion that's what i was gonna say (laughs) um because while I don't, like, in earlier in this episode, I already said, like, I'm not a huge Haunted Mansion fan. Like, I'm, n- I'm not of the ride itself, but of the lore of it and how they all connect, I am very intrigued by that. So I would I would like to see how that translated onto um, the cruise ship. And so the kind of the scuttlebutt is that it may be where the Star Wars lounge is because that the Star Wars lounge will not be on the treasure so that space is open it hasn't been confirmed what will be there oh i thought twenty thousand leagues under the sea was going in there no that's, that's what i said bethany and suzanne is like yeah suzanne is <laughs> giving me all these deck plans later because i was like oh i thought because i'm also excited about twenty thousand leagues under the sea it like it looks that's really what cool. lentesta said this morning I I was like, all oh. the under the water stuff jungle cruise is still gonna be my favorite though but i really thought twenty thousand leagues because of like you not being able yeah. to see like outside of that room which i feel like is how which i haven't been on the wish and then suzanne is over here like she's got full deck plans for me and i'm like dang girl i was like i'm glad that that means something to you because it means nothing to me but i'm glad that it makes sense to somebody yes 
Yeah, they made it very clear that the Star Wars area and Nightingales are going to be different, but they haven't announced yet what they're going to be, which makes me really hope that they're going to be fantastic. Um, but the Keg and Compass is a, a bar area, and that's what's going to be the 20,000 Leagues. And the concept art looks really cool. Like, there's panels above you, so it does look like you're under the sea. Yeah. And then there's a periscope where we don't know what we're going to find, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that does look really cool. And aren't we getting something with Hey Hey? A Hey Hey Cafe! <laughs> um, so, you know, will that you please dress as Hey Hey the first time that you visit that? Like, I'm just going to need you to, like, fully channel your Hey Hey self. <laughs> done and done. Now, these areas, there's a Hey Hey area and a Mulan area. On the Wish, you know, they're just kind of little standing cafe areas. They're not the usually the most themed or exciting, but Hey, hey, cafe. I will just hang out one day and chat with the uh, the bartender all day. Get my coffee. Usually they have like coffee and teas and then they'll have some wines and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I just I love that we're in that. the era of new cruise ships. Because I was so excited when they announced the Wish um, stuff and I still haven't got to get on the Wish. And I did not think that they would be able to top that for me. Like I know that different people have different interests, but the wish just seemed like to me, it seemed like the perfect ship and the perfect theming that I thought, I just don't know if I'll be as excited for the next announcement. And it did. It blew me away. I was really happy to see it. Which I love adventure. That's, I mean, like my hashtag user thing is literally adventure with abs. I love all things adventure. So the fact that this, even though they also announced that the next new ship is going to be called the Disney Adventure, the Disney Treasure <laughs> is the adventure-themed one. And so I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. But I'm really excited about the adventure theming. I wanted to piggyback on what Suzanne said um, a couple minutes ago about 1923 and how the repeatability of that restaurant Um it has Disney memorabilia all over the walls, everything from like those clear animation cells to like stuffed animals from like the first Mickey's and stuff like that. So it, kind of think of it as like a hard rock cafe, but with all Disney stuff. Um, so there's like stuff all over the wall. So just depending on where you sit, like when I was there, oh, we yeah, sat next point. to like this beauty and the beast area. And there was like animation cells and things from the live action movie were there. I really wanted to walk around the whole restaurant and see everything else that was there. Um, but of course I didn't do that because there were people eating, but um, maybe if you, if you had time, like during one of the non dining times, if you asked nicely to just go in there and peek around at all the stuff, they would probably get, let you do that. But um I would, and that was the best food to me, in my opinion, on our sailing was at 1923. Um, so I would gladly go there again and again. Yeah, now I'm definitely looking forward to it. I just was surprised we were repeating, but that's a really good point. You'll, you'll be seated in different areas. You can check out very different things and it could be very different um, items that they bring on to the treasure. So yeah, no, very good yeah. points. Now, on a single sailing, you'll probably be at the same table because, you know, they have the tables numbered and you have your wait staff that's the same at everyone. Oh, but hmm. you would see very different stuff on your wish sailing than your treasure sailing. Yeah. All right. 
Anything else? I know we've had kind of a long one tonight. <laughs> there was just so much news. You can't shorten that. <laughs> well, I hope that this gets um, our listeners excited for their upcoming trips if they have them or if they don't have one booked yet and they've been wondering when to go. Maybe some of these will spark an interest and that they'll they'll want to get down to Orlando or on a cruise. Definitely. Thank you for listening to the Fairy Pond Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are the Fairy Pond Mothers on both. And you can head over to our social media pages to keep the conversation going. All of us here at the Fairy Pond Mothers podcast are travel agents with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram to see Podmother content throughout the week or to request a vacation quote from any of us. Please rate, review, and tell your friends. We'll see you real soon. Bye. 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 Bye.